This is episode 297 of the Gold Squadron Podcast. I'm your host, Dion Morales, and today I'm joined by Marcel Nonversation Monzano. Uh, basically, every conversation on the internet. Will three ship Hagwood? Can it be done outside of Scum? And Ryan, practice what you can, salvage what you learn. Stanizuski. Yes, get the. I mean, it, what we are way closer to worlds than probably anyone really realizes we are right now. Get that practice in and salvage what you can from each game, good or bad. It is like Apply right to around future games. Learn from it. It's like right around the corner. Like disturb, yeah, dis, 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 disturbing. If I close. just hit down on my calendar, it's like already there. It's like instead of being in February, hit down once, and it's like it's March. Yeah, it's right there. Peekaboo. All right. As for announcements and news, uh, at the World Championships obviously happening at AdeptCon. We've been talking about it for a while, um, and super excited to uh, to be there. Uh, what we can officially announce now uh, is that we are the official coverage of X-Wing at Adepticon. So super, uh, super excited about that. And that, of course, does mean that we will be covering the World Championships. So that's official now. Super excited about that. Um, very, lot, lots of things to prepare. Um, some concessions need to be made. Some adjustments need to be made. But in the end, we will have X-Wing. Uh, the World Championships will be brought to you right here on gsp so super excited about that um to be uh calling worlds like from the officially right uh which is awesome which means that we don't have a a um a other stream to raid and make the company mad like we did (laughs) was that 2019 was that 2019 last worlds then yes yeah yeah fun story if you don't know about that um i asked before we even started like do you want us to do a a twitch raid on the uh at at that time fantasy flight games stream uh for the final and they were like oh yeah it'd be awesome it'd be awesome but they didn't really understand what a twitch raid was and then they got mad at me. They're like, it made the, the, the chat uncomprehensible. And we was useless. Listen. Most chat in Twitch is uncomprehensible. <laughs> like, that's, think, like, a state, that, that's like the state of Twitch being. Yeah, I think an incomprehensible ch- uh, Twitch chat means you're doing something good. If, you're, I, if, if you can read, enunciate, and like say who it came from and even like spell out the emojis of every chat that comes up um you're doing something wrong <laughs> so we're doing something wrong right now because g r i m m w o l f l f o o 3 at gold squadron they don't have mod like me uh i can read all that so chat um you let me down I would like that name to now be changed to Grim Elf now. Is it Elf? Elf. No, it's just Elf how you, it sounded like how you said it. <laughs> I left. Reading, reading. Yeah, right. but uh, but yeah, that was that was just, it was hilarious. Um, 
yeah, it was it was hilarious because it, it yeah. If you know what a Twitch rate actually is, like the idea is that you go in somebody's chat and obviously you're bringing. We brought at that that day. It was like a th- it was a thousand people. All at once, yeah. And and two it, with all the love in the world, uh, it was Alex Watkins and Matt Holland were the commentators. While great people, and I love them, not professional commentators, right? Like that's not what they did, you know, as often as we did. So they they didn't they didn't know how to handle it, and it's all right. It's all right. It's all love. All love. Next time they know whatever company they I think they were for Renegade Games. Now they won't make that mistake again. <laughs> but anyway, we're talking about the World Championships, and now we're transferring over to Sector Series Gold Squadron's very own online weekly league championships that are going on we just wrapped up week three we're going in the week four and for today's episode uh, we're going to go ahead and just do a week three roundup for the boys here see how they did what they fly what decisions got made uh, in order to help you plan for your future competitive games as well as maybe the world championships maybe you're ready getting ready to go and this week week four we have uh the salvage mission the what has become um for many people the scenario that they struggle with the most some even say they don't like it but i think it's good for you you gotta be flexible you gotta be loosey-goosey at times you gotta be able to uh do more than just smash you have to also be able to make decisions and and do all the things you gotta do I should be better at wording things, but not necessarily after nearly 300 episodes. All right. So, Dio, would you say salvage is the broccoli of objectives? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I like broccoli, but I know a lot of people associate like broccoli as the ew vegetable for some people. Right. Like you should have kids it. Growing up, you should do it. You should the do it. Pepper is the ew vegetable. I literally I had a, uh, a meeting yeah. with a nutritionist today. And of course, you gotta have more vegetables. I know, I know. Are you gonna have more vegetables? They yes. make veggie chips now. Veggie like, chips, they I do. Yeah, like, like potato chips, veggie potato chips. Yeah, but yeah. like, does that count? I don't know if that counts as Better towards than my vegetable chips. Maybe. <laughs> sure, they, they're named better. Their name, they, the marketing at least says, ah, this is fine. This replaces it, right? That's how that works. Anyway, <laughs> let's jump into it. Sector series happening this week. Um, Ryan, you want to start us off? Sure. Make it, All right. I can make this one easy. Right. Uh, for so we were playing scra- Scramble this week, right? Was Scramble, week three? Correct. Scramble. And uh, for the third week in a row, I maintained the same list I started with. As to get more practice with it, uh, being a Republic list, uh, for those who may not recall, 7B Anakin, Ada OB being the Coruscant OB, uh, Coruscant Kickback, regular Contrail, and Coruscant Click. Um, obviously, going into Scramble with a Republic list that featured plenty of Jedi and Born for this means I'm pretty comfortable pressing the button to mm-hmm. do the objective. I, um, that's kind of what Republic excels at. They already excelled at it before Coruscant with Born for This became available, 
and that just added to it further that it's not only the jedi who can start pressing buttons it's also some of the other ships that can just get um get those extra tokens from say kickback or click contrail could run up even though he's not a jedi press a button and uh be okay still um i actually ended up going going up against a first order list a six ship fo which has become a a more popular archetype not saying it is popular across the board but it's it's gaining more traction um this person actually had played their six ship fo list since the beginning similar to how i played my republic list since the beginning of sector series although uh the baseline of, of this list is generally your commander malrus fo gaelic fo scorch fo and dt 798 fo and it's what you want to do with the last eight points do you want to take two four point things or do you want to take a five point thing and static basically do you want to which silencer do you want to take, or do you want to take hollow? Some people take wrath. Uh, my opponent had been taking Avenger, trying that out, knowing that recoil has been the common pick, but trying out the other two silencers. Had some success with Avenger. Tried rush in the game against me, um, and my my Republic list. I didn't count on trying to go after that silencer because. While I can get some spikes in offense, I think I need more consistent shots to keep punching into the silencer to bring it down. I wasn't really, I didn't really care to go after that. I'd rather just leave Rush at I2 and work around him rather than me trying to not only bring down a silencer, but then trying to finish it off if I don't bring it down in the same turn Rush becomes I6. Um... But in the first turn, in, in, basically in the in the second turn of the game, I grabbed two objectives to his one. Um, I grabbed the one on my side and the middle. I, I sent Obi up the middle to grab it, uh, and he was backed up by a bunch of tokens from board for this. And I uh, threatened Anakin on the flank. He positioned himself to try and go after me a little bit. Uh, and I zoom past with a five straight boost, slip past Malrus, and then uh, it was either he keep turning in on me, and I could still kind of turn on him and then decide later if I want to back off, or he would turn in the middle and Anakin would get the flank for the rest of the game. That's what he essentially had to do, is I just had to call the fact that he wasn't going to do that, and even then could still barrel roll boost out of ba a bad spot. So I curled back in with Anakin, uh, zoomed in around, uh, Obi was in a little bit of a tight spot. Same with Click, um, and I. I mitigated what I could. I eventually lost. It was a ship. I'm pretty sure I lost one. Uh, but I eventually won the game against the uh, the six FO, where I believe I killed a combination of DT Gaelic and Mauros of Scorch. Three three of those, uh, four I think maybe just mm -hmm. two. Um, and just scrambled, pressed the button as much as I could from there. That's awesome. So what, do you remember what your final score ended up being? Uh, not off the top of my head, but I can look it up on Roll Better. Hey. By the way, it's had a lot of updates recently. Everyone should keep in touch with what Brian's been doing in their Discord. And because it's been quite impressive how quickly he's taken feedback and uh, genuinely appreciating it. And we're genuinely appreciating his work, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, round three. That's the list stuff. Where's the actual exhibition? Uh, round the bearings. Round three. There it is. 
I won 17 to 7. All right, so so a very aggressive a very aggressive win. It was one of those things and I think the six ship FO will do this. The uh-huh. the score was lower up until I finally get the final kill on some of those FOs. So mm-hmm. I try and maintain the mission score. I probably killed one of the FOs along the way and then a couple of them were kind of hanging there still with a little bit of points to finish off. And then that's where it spiked at the end, and I gained more of an objective lead to finish it out at 17 to 7. Whereas I'm pretty sure he killed Click or Kickback, one of the two, and then got the rest of his points off of at least one objective per round until I closed it out with three. Oh, the the three the three objectives in a round always demoralizing a, a sign that you're probably going to win the game if you're if you're able to get that for one turn if you get it for two that's almost always a nail in the coffin all right let's uh let's keep it going will what uh what did you fly this week all right, so I've been continuing to go through the different factions, uh, trying a little bit more uh, experimental. What uh, is this? What is this? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> uh, this is my version of Imperial Triple Ace. Uh, we have Max Lebrath. Uh, with Duke and Heavy Laser and FCS, Bolt Scarif, that's the other I-5. Defender with Juke, Heavy Laser, Crack Shot, uh, then Boy Vader um, with uh, all of his tricks there. Uh, this uh, is a bit risky, especially in um, Scramble, but mm-hmm. the defenders with their free evade uh, were able to uh, get those objectives out from underneath of the resistance squad I was playing. Uh, Poe, ZZ, Finn, BB, and I think Jaeger is the last three points in that list then. And uh, yeah, had I got a block on Poe early on, which made it so uh, he couldn't shoot a big like double modified, triple modified um like range one attack onto Volt. Mm-hmm. I wish let Volt uh, sneak out of there. And then uh, another time, I had to move first against ZZ. And ZZ's trying to line up a Procket. And actually utilizing Volt Scarif's ability to take a strain and uh, postpone your action uh, like, what's the regular upgrade that's like that? Um... Uh... Passive, passive sensors. sensors. Yes. Uh, he basically has passive sensors, but for any action um, that he wants to take. And uh, doing that helped me bear roll to make sure that I wasn't going to be in that pocket uh, firing arc. Uh, so he's, he's pretty interesting. He's almost I-6 out there still um, if he's moving after, guaranteeing the move after an I-5. And, uh, man, the... Like, so, obviously, Darth Vader Defender is very good. Uh, He's normally utilizing that Juke Heavy Laser combination. And, man, it it is very powerful, even if you don't have the Force. Essentially equating to five damage output if your opponent doesn't have a Focus or a Force or something. Uh, Like, kind of, uh, five, if you will. 
And yeah, it's uh, been interesting. I've flown in a couple times uh, since then. And uh, it's very interesting utilizing Vader with that uh, hate. And he just soaks up so much damage. Um, I thought it might be difficult with scramble because I'd have to be spending so many actions taking the, the scrambles. Uh, but that's kind of why I thought the bringing two jukes in a list would be valuable as well. That my opponent would have to also be spending their actions instead of focus tokens to get these objectives. Mm -hmm. uh, I didn't end up winning the game. Uh, it came close, uh, but uh, essentially there was a turn where Vader should have died. He had like, not the procket, but he had like a range one fin shot and he had a range one ZZ shot um, and I think a mag pulse as well uh, coming in on Vader. And when he shot Finn, he blinded Finn. So it meant that no adding uh, focus results, couldn't even spend the extra focus token he had, couldn't do anything. Useless. Uh, so so why, why even have the ship at that point? <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's, one, it's been one of those things where, like, Vader hits the ship, like, so hard that, like, my other two defenders were like, well, we'll just shoot ZZ them. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, it seems like Finn's taken care of. Like, we'll try to take tokens off of ZZ at least, uh, which I do think is uh, interesting. That I don't know if it would be great in every chance or um, what's the uh, assault. Uh, mm. But for things that have scenario actions, man, that juke can be really powerful. Yeah, that uh, that seems very good. <laughs> that seems very good. Uh, yeah, that's it's a. I mean, what uh, seven on each, and then uh, Vader's got six, so that's still twenty health on three agility in the list. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're they're all fast enough to just like, like okay, bye. Like I'm at one health or whatever. Like see you later. Yeah, I mean, yeah, this this list definitely has some staying power, and obviously it can punch super hard, man. I would I I know that it's you know you're trying to win sector series so I get it I get it right you 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 guys are trying <laughs> sure, but sure. I, I would I'd be curious to see how a list like this performs in something like assault like I I think that would be an interesting thing just to watch like in my mm -hmm. brain it says that it it seems to be a little 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 tough especially against something with large and medium based ships or some of these people who are bringing like six ships in right. a list well i mean is that that is the, i guess the question about it. so i look through the sector series to see who else is flying a three ship list mm -hmm. uh, almost all of them were uh fire spray canaan some seven point ship that's uh that fits in their gauntlet or another fire spray or something um mm -hmm. mandalorian can all squeeze in their bosque if you're uh more apt to that uh, except for Brody Rules. Brody Rules is flying uh, Vader, Vault, and Vizier. So he shifts those two points uh, from uh, his filler ship to, to one of the defenders. Okay. So not, not, I mean, honestly, like not a lot of even options for three ship. Uh, not that I don't think three ship is good. We saw, uh, what, at LVO? Mm -hmm. The Academy Filler helping out uh, Darth Vader Defender to make it a four-ship list. Yeah. I mean, it, how 
how valuable versus how much of a liability is bringing like a two point academy? Are you just giving up two points most games um, or is it necessary for things like salvage and assault? Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's tough to say, but I mean, it was it was interesting to see those uh, those little academies, the black squadrons in the list that contribute. Like they mm -hmm. they were important pieces, and they uh, they actually did some work. Sure, I mean, if you can just hold a crate for three rounds, boom, you've made a profit. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you can die without consequence now because you've already made back your points. Oh, that the value. Sure. Yeah, we'll see. I'm not sure I'll keep flying it in Sector Series, but uh, it, it's uh, definitely an interesting thought experiment. All right, what about you, Marcel? What you been? What what'd you fly this week? Looking for the mute button. Um, well, what you got on screen, which is uh, a TIFO list. It's uh, Commander Malris, Lieutenant Gaelic, FOs. Then you're going to have Nightfall, um, uh, which is the Whisper, DT-798, and Scorch, kind of like the Twins, um, and then Whirlwind. Uh, the two Whispers have Proton Rockets, Sensor Scramblers, Enhanced Jamming Suites. Um, Worldwind gets an extra two points, so he also has elusive. They both had well, I don't know why I went with marksmanship on Worldwind instead of um, fanatical. I don't know. I For actually fun? used to assume he has focus tokens, he's always gonna have a focus token, yeah. Like, if he's someone, someone, I mean, if someone's yeah. not looking at him, all the better, right? Sure. Um, DT with shield upgrade, Scorch with elusive, fanatical, advanced optics. Uh, and uh, elusive biohex and tractor beam on Lieutenant Gaelic um, mattered nothing, but um, I think that's a, that's a, it's a nice little twist that I added, hoping to like re hit somebody and reposition them into my my bullseyes. Mm -hmm. um, hasn't worked, but still, it's a good it's a good <laughs> idea. Um, and then Commander Morris, which was the MVP of the game, I ended up winning seventeen twelve. Um, against a three-ship list. So there was another three-ship list out there. Uh, against a three-ship list and Commander Morris being the MVP with the Mag Pulse Warheads. Um, instead of... Uh, this is the first game that I throw Mag Pulse instead of um, clusters on there. Okay. That's... that's yeah, I'm never switching back. So why? So forever. so here, I want I want to take as two questions in relation to that. Mm. Why did you make the choice, and why are you sticking with it? Uh, why did I make the choice? I made the choice because I played against William and his Hollow with Mag Pulse Warheads. Okay. And I was like, jam the plate defensively is just money, uh, and um, it gets out to range three, and a lot of the times with the clusters. Uh, you're you're sad that you're like oh it's range three and now you're you're throwing a two die attack at range three, um, and then you get a three die gun at range one with a cluster. But guess what? You also get a three die gun range one with your primary weapon anyway. Mm -hmm. uh, but more than anything, again, it's the uh, it's the jam plus the uh, the pleat that just it just come in super handy. And if you go into the list that I played against. 
uh, you'll see two reasons. You'll see why the tractor beam mattered nothing and why the Magpul Sporehead um, was MVP. So if you want to throw that up real quick. Coming up. So I playing against uh, my man from Australia. What's his name? Well, I don't know his real name, but his he's called Potato Hombre. Uh, so Potato <laughs> Man. Um, and he brought Mornaki with Ruthless, Summon Sister, Minister Tua, Thermal Detonators, Agile Gunner, and the Dauntless title. Mm -hmm. uh, Colonel Vessery with Juke and Heavy Laser Cannon and then Boy Vader. Um, and that Mornaki was coming in with a target lock and a double reinforce and it took a ton of jams to make sure that the damage stuck and i have two jamming whispers plus uh the magpulse warhead to make sure that i got through everything so make sure that that uh reinforce i didn't always jam everything but for example uh sometimes he would have a reinforce in the back and reinforce in the front i would just make sure to jam the one that was meaningful that turn Mm -hmm. And um, basically, the way the game went, I captured two. Um, I, I flipped two thingamajiggers, and then I only shot at uh, Mornaki because I was jamming her first. I was shooting with Mornaki. I was shooting with um, with uh, what's what's the the Magpulse warhead. Mm -hmm. And then depleting it, jamming the, so it still only does the one damage. It jams the reinforce off, plus it then gives the um, deplete so that the shot back is a little less frightening. And then all the shots into Mornaki were, were basically uh, hitting pay dirt. Unfortunately, uh, I tried to get a little, I was thinking like, I'm going to position myself right in the right spot with Whirlwind at I3 mm -hmm. to, um, get the jam in and then line up a bullseye and then throw five dice. Um, she died to two shots from Vessery and Vader. So that, that was kind of a bad idea. Turns out if you, if you have no tokens, cause, cause I boosted, if right. you have no tokens, um, even if you're going to get them for offense, you have to survive all the way to offense. Mm -hmm. Uh, didn't survive, but, <laughs> but you were ready. But you were ready. You were ready. Uh, I was ready. I was like, the you were ready to go. Up, the, I got, you know, I got arcs on me. You know, I'm ready to throw this five die procket. Uh, but nah, it'll work. But other than that, yeah, I only killed, um, basically my, my entire, the entire game was kill Mornaki, which I did. Mm -hmm. Vader and Colonel Vessery were popping things left and right, which they do. Uh, I captured some objectives. Actually, no, they were salvage, right? We were running around with them. The yeah. last one? So, uh, yeah, the last the no, one. We were, we were no, pressing scrambles. We were, we were salvaging. Scramble. Or, sorry, we were scrambling. Scramble yeah, the transmissions. We played the carry one. It don't matter. Like, like I, I, I'm two and one. I'm walking away. He's two and two. Or I'm, yeah, he's one and two. Ain't, ain't nobody advancing anyway. Um, yeah, we were carrying because that's what we both thought we were playing. And we're not okay. too hard to go posted. to the GSP announcements and just read. It says it in Discord, two channels. No, it says we it in Roll Carrying, carrying. So we were carrying, 100% carrying. 
Um, it's still a fun game. We'll, we'll chalk it up to him misremembering. Mis- mis- I think during Worlds, someone's going to have to keep an eye on Marcel's games to make sure he's playing the right scenario. I don't think there's been a tournament where I've played the actual all the missions that are intended to be played. If you're playing uh, against Marcel out there, PSA, check the scenario. Yeah, unless the scenario is in your favor, and then just be like, mm, okay, you know, because I probably won't know the difference. Uh, but anyway, yeah, we were towing. So I was towing two. There was five on the board. I was towing two. He was towing one, and I killed Mornikey. Uh, he killed multiple things, and the only my only job, my the only thing I did was have um, the whisper that didn't die, basically just shadow vader and be like you're jammed you're jammed you're jammed you're jammed you're jammed and and that was like the entire game and then the time ran out that that was literally it it was just jam vader and let um let the other one uh vestory just basically kill tie fighter here and there all right well that's not cheating it's not that it's cheating. It's that you're not abiding by the rules of engagement for said round, good uh, sir. Rules, rules. For the children listening to GSP, <laughs> don't follow all of Marcel's examples. That's right. Uncle, Uncle Marcel has some, uh, some bad habits. He'll take you on a good adventure. He will. all right so that was our roundup for week three scramble ish the transition uh the transmissions uh and now (laughs) did this ruin my my transition so now we're going to talk about salvage mission now we're going to talk about salvage mission this is the one where you pick up an expert you're an expert, okay? I know that works. So for uh, for reminders of what what is salvage mission. So for salvage mission, there's going to be five objective tokens on the board, one in the center. You you will end up placing one on your opponent's side, uh, your side, and your opponent's side. And as an action, starting in round two, you can go ahead and pick that up. And for every turn you have it. Uh, at the end of the end phase, you get a point, but when you have those on your ship, you are unable to do any repositions. No boosts, barrel rolls, decloaks, uh, anything that is outside of your normal maneuver, you're not allowed to do unless you have some very specific scenarios, which I can think of two ships off the top of my head that can do non-maneuver moves with crates am i right is it two three or is it three yeah you got the whisper you've got the the whisper not the whisper i'm sorry i was just flew whispers so you, you've got strikers strikers yeah you've got the, the which chunky is the strikers. adapted adapted ailerons what which was yeah, one the, reaper. the reaper uh controlled and ailerons. you've got uh baby anakin all right uh, and then don't forget about pinpoint tractor array nantex as well it's only in oh, stops, yeah. barrel roll, and boost actions. You are correct. Yep. <laughs> I think that's it, though. I can't think of anybody else who's out there tractor beaming themselves or something like that. No, or just taking an action that's not an action. 
Yeah, there's very um, few people out doing stuff out there that's not actions. Now, here, here's a question for um, for uh, uh, rules lawyers. <laughs> for people who follow the rules, go ahead. What? <laughs> Jack Porkins in the in, in the last pack says. Is it a is it a boost? It's a maneuver. It's a maneuver. It's a maneuver. So, so you yeah. okay? Do you drop it before you maneuver or after you maneuver? It's whenever you suffer damage. Whenever you're called, no, destroyed. but when you die. Oh. Yeah, but he's saying like if it's if it doesn't, um, if it's not a game, crit, not a critical. Assume game effect over player ability in that situation. Yeah. So you and, die. And you drop it. Then you move is after and you are destroyed. So. Yeah. Once you are destroyed, I assume you drop. That's when you drop the box, which would be a game effect, ability effect of unstable sublight engines on Jack. Says after you are destroyed, you do the move. So that means you drop it after you move. Drop it before and then move. Before you move. Yeah, he can't hold on to that crate before <laughs> before he does. He's it. already losing it. Yeah, he's <laughs> yeah. losing it. He can't hold it. Literally. I can't hold it. <laughs> you know what? It's all the uh, it's all the grease from his sandwich. All right. It's oh, fall, it's, it, I just can't hold on to it anymore. Wait, one, one more little trick that uh, that I learned by accident, um, which resulted in my dead, is uh, if you are cloaked because of sensor or scrambler or whatever those things are. Sensor scrambler, yeah. Yeah, you pick up a crate, and then you're not, and you can shoot. Magic. Uh, that's true. That's true. You don't wow. have to decloak to get rid of your cloak token. Oh, you because it says, you just pick something. You're like, oh, that's a good target. Let me pick something up. Drop that cloak and shoot. Yeah. Because yeah. as part of the scenario rules, if you pick up a crate, you lose any cloak tokens you, you have. You, right? Is that the wording? You remove the cloak. You do not decloak. Also, speaking of the Yavin X wings, attack speed does not say boost action. Attack speed on Wedge and Luke. Say after you fully execute a three or four straight maneuver, you may perform a boost using the one straight template. This is not an action. I don't know. Sounds like it's not an yeah, action. It's, it's not an action. It's, 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 it's very wording. It's very similar to Aileron's. It's the yeah. same. Yeah, same but idea. what about the uh, bombers, the FL bombers? Do they say action? They yes. do say. Yeah, they say action. Good point. Yeah, actually, if, if you if you have a crate and you got a, a straight lane to get away, Luke and Wedge can get and, and Biggs. Choo, 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 yeah, don't choo. forget Biggs also has stack speed. They can get out for straight straight boost. <laughs> get out, get out. Zoom zoom. I like it. I like it. Okay. So um let's let's keep just talking about the crate the the scenario itself. For salvage mission, of course, we did talk about critical damage causes you if you suffer critical damage. And I will say one question I have seen asked at nearly every tournament that we've been at uh as well as i see it in discord all the time suffering critical damage is not is is does not mean that you take it only on cards it's also on your shields so if on the dice is a critical symbol whether you're taking shields or you're flipping cards you still drop the box both times it doesn't doesn't matter they're, they're not exclusive from one or the other i feel like that's that's a very common misunderstanding i even made a quick tips on it it's an old one because of uh kylo ren i'll show you the dark side ability 
that's when the first time that that came up. So we want to avoid taking crits, but let's go ahead and talk about what are you equipping your ship with or what type of pilot mind you where you can build for salvage right in in sector series you can choose your list tell me what are some ways you're going to be just leaning into into the crit pile how are you going to bring that in different factions will give me a couple of ideas I mean, let's start with uh, Darth Vader and the X-1, or we're talking uh, any uh, dark side force user taking Malice. You're going to find a lot of those in Imperials, whether it's Second Sister, uh, any of the other Inquisitors, uh, and then uh, you're looking at the other X-1s uh, being that advanced targeting computer, always able to throw down a crit. Um, even things like uh, Fifth Brother or Rack, generate uh, crit abilities uh, in addition to um, uh, their, their regular modifiers of uh, the eyeball. I'm trying to think, uh, is there any other specific ones? For Empire? For Empire? What, crit machines? Not really. Uh, those those would be the main ones. Rack? You heard uh, I yeah, we said Rack, yeah. Yeah, Rack. So, Marcel, what are some tools that almost any faction has access to in order to generate crits uh, i think the most obvious one is uh marksmanship uh then you also get uh obviously mag pulse i use mag pulse mag pulse um works uh most factions have a way of carrying a proton torpedo uh i'm saying most because i i don't think empire has a really good proton carrier but most factions have not they, a good, not a good one. <laughs> not a good one, yeah. Not, okay. not a good one. It, it, like rack. I think like decimators uh, might be the oh, only torp kitty. carriers. Kitty's hungry. Um, then, yeah. So I would say basically anything that has the auto crit uh, on it is is um is is a good thing to carry. You you were saying what's good to carry in a faction that every, every faction has. So it's not just crits, right? You're just saying what's good to yeah. Like to what take. what are some generic just some that people that take. people have access to yeah i think those are good of course enduring if you can get enduring on on your ship somehow that's a it's a little more expensive it's five points but it it serves multiple purposes because it it um it doesn't just let you keep the crate but also crits are bad so if you can avoid crits altogether that's that that's good and um can't think anything that's like like just um like every faction has something that's unique to them mm -hmm. for example the uh the rebels have the selfless and and some other things like that you know each faction has something that's unique to them but for the most part i would say that i would say marksmanship um ammunition that has that has crit capabilities and uh, proton bombs here's here's one uh, homing mm. torpedoes now as there's a maybe it's a maybe effect if you're not if you don't remember homing torpedoes we don't see it too often four dice attack double uh, two charges range one to two attack suspend the charge after you declare the defender the defender may choose to either suffer one critical damage and if it does skip the attack 
and defense die steps. Uh, so you, it, essentially, your opponent can choose to suffer a crit or take a four die shot at range one or two. Um, a lot of people, it, it, I could I could see absent mindedly being like, oh, I'll just take one. I'll just take one crit and like, all right, you lose the box. <laughs> you got to watch out for that because it's not the same as homing missile, right? I believe homing missile is just uh, a regular damage. Yeah. Yeah, it's regular damage there. So just uh, watching out for uh, for that. Now, uh, Ryan, you got any other uh, notable crit generators? I think... Most of what's been mentioned, I'm trying to think beyond. I mean, <clears throat> we'll definitely hit the big one. All versions of Vader. Just, they're crit machines. Um, there's a Vader on the board. Don't expect to hold boxes for very long. Uh, good call up by Marcel on the selfless part. I don't feel like a lot of Rebelists don't use selfless. Um, and maybe it just doesn't work out to what you want to build and how you want to fly things maybe some stuff you don't want to put close together but it's valuable particularly in this scenario um i think a lot of people forget this trigger a lot it's a very popular pilot Django fat whether you bring dooku crew to call crits mm -hmm. or uh the slave one title allowing you to change a hit to a crit with dooku or no, with the slave one title on Django. Um, it's a lot easier to trigger than people think because uh, it just requires while you perform, you just need to perform a front arc attack. If you are in the defender's back half, it doesn't mean you have to be completely in the defender's back half. You, If you are in the defender's back half at all, you can change one hit to a crit. So you could be like pretty much like 45 degrees in front of it, but as long as a corner of your little base in the back half free crit medium base you set your advantage on a small base you could easily have that happen where you're still trained shots just barely at range one um mm -hmm. but you're so close to them that your medium base extends further past their back half all you need to do is be have some part of your ship be in the back half of theirs and you're doing a front arc and change your hit to a crit um dirge has been become pretty popular and a lot of people have been taking the proton cannons that free eyeball to crit is pretty good i5 with a reposition plus action uh based um linked, linked actions can help get that set up um r7a7 for republic uh, has been been a very popular astromech for either anakin himself without when he uh, equips out maneuver or something as simple as contrail uh, who can get his ability... Uh, Contro can stack together some pretty good combinations of if his ability's on, he's turning an eyeball to a blank offense or defense against his opponent that does the same maneuver. That's the same bearing. Um, if he uh, has crack shot enabled, getting that one crit through is actually pretty good on Contrail. And the fact that he can also take proton bombs. Mm, um, there it is. You know, Malrus... Uh, it's probably reaching a little bit, but you could bring the FO uh, that very few people bring. TN. Uh, it's count, people, call it, TN people call it Tina. Basically, the, the ship that says, I'm going to ruthless myself to help my friends do crits. Um, I don't think I'd recommend that, but it exists. 
<laughs> if you want to go that uh, hard, right? Uh, I mean, there's another FO fighter, Static. Static. Can, if you can get uh, Static, the the lock focus combo, uh, everything's a crit. Uh, there's not. Did you say the proton cannons too? Yeah, I mentioned that with Dirge. Okay. Uh, also, use sometimes people like using it on Covenel, uh, using just Leia, Organa, Crew, and Proton Cannons to allow that ship to have a little extra punch in the bullseye. Covenel you... isn't too common that I've seen, but it's there. Did you say the. Uh, who is that? Um, the one that turns all focus to crits on Rebel, the crew. Saw Guerrero. Saw Guerrero. Yeah. yeah. Man, that one is v- good. Punchy, punchy. Bring that with a VCX. Callus like with Saw Guerrero crew sounds very scary. Oh, yeah, we've seen a couple of those uh, veteran turret gunners actually double firing uh, those mm-hmm. shots. Yeah. Why not? Oh, oh and of course, um, can't forget someone who always brings the. The Greedo Gunner, Mr. Bosk himself, oh, he could just yeah. decide to keep crits. This is true. <laughs> this is true. He, he, could fit enduring. He, could, he could fit enduring and he can. I'm not saying like for his defense, I'm saying for his offense. Yeah, he doesn't just push have it out. to always split the crit if right. he wants to. <laughs> so, split, split, split the crit? No. <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm good. Actually, how about, how about you pretty well on Han and Dengar and the I 6 ships? That's uh, true. Because you, you just get it out of the way. You're like, okay, Greedo, and then you don't have to worry about it after. I like it. I like it. So here's my question. You don't got to, you know, you don't got to completely spill the secret sauce, but Will, you've been on a mission exploring different factions. You got a faction you're thinking about this week? Uh, I might go first order um, for Phasma. Phasma is the ultimate crate carrier because uh, she can't be. Well, you have to put two crits in uh, to knock hers off because she can always pass a crit off. Uh, you're saying you're dead, Marcel. Just no. don't get matched Countdown up into a blue I mean, Phasma's okay. Good. Well, Phasma needs somebody I, else around. Like, just didn't and fire, doesn't so. move fast. Like Countdown is the actual. Countdown is pretty good. Boss just don't get Countdown looked at by two ships or more in a round. No, but yeah, Countdown good. All right. So are are you are you saying, Marcel, that this week you're looking at Empire? No, I am super bored with Empire. Then where I you, just where, where for too going? long for huh? Then where are you going? Um, spill the I'm beans. Give me the beans. Probably either doing the resistance um, six ship or okay. the um, Galactic Republic six ship. Uh, has nothing to do with the scenario because I, I'm not even sure. I'll you might play not even scenario. play the right scenario. It's just because um, those are two lists that I'm that I'm interested in testing out. All right, and Ryan, it sounds like you have been pretty dedicated to uh, to to practicing. Good, 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 good pun. Dedicated. I know. I was I was trying to see how I can lean into it more. Um, <laughs> so my 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 question is, uh, you know, was was your list born for this week? Uh, generally, Republic lists aren't really born for the for the salvage. Um, they're not about picking up the parts. They're they're about pressing buttons, killing mm-hmm. things, and existing within zones. 
So, but it is good it is a good measure to test it potentially against uh, someone who also apparently has been running a very same list for the past three rounds. So, I might have oh. already scouted what they're playing. They've been playing six FO, so I've been another six FO. But this is a different variant, uh-huh. going with two four point things versus a a silencer plus static. Um, so we'll see. Um, but six FO is also high on my radar. I think right now, it's, I don't care if people know, this Republic list I've been trying and variations of 6FO are like the top two things I'm looking at for Worlds. Man, I, you should be looking at 6FO right now. Right. Whether, whether you take, the like you said, the 3 and 5 or... Uh, two fours. It's pretty much static plus a five point. Yeah, static, static and a fifth. Or, yeah, five pointer. Or I like the uh, blackout with uh, sensitives and uh, proton and blackout is six shot. points. Is he? Yes. Yeah, six points. You got to be a five is... pointer. Uh, that's yeah, recoil, rush, oh, Avenger. Because I, I was doing blackout, hollow, and three. So I was doing a five shot. Uh, blackout, yeah, hollow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Blackout, hollow, and three threes. Mm-hmm. That, that's mm-hmm. actually a little bit of yeah, fun. but I mean, blackout that's just supports. I mean, hollow supports blackout really good for those uh, sure. six die protons. I mean, Marcel, that's what you're running or had ran this week, right? Like uh, four FOs and two four pointers. Yeah, I mean, I've seen it with like I, I don't know if I've seen other people fly the way I flew it, but I've seen that. I've seen the two SFs, I think is the most popular, like back, two SFs yeah, with draft a bunch. And, uh, and then I also seen uh, two bombers, um, like two bombers. two bombers with shaft clouds and then everything else. But yeah, you can, there's a Gideon's for four points as well. Yeah, Gideon, uh, in uh, Ember. I've seen Ember in, in Ember multiple lists. Also, I've, yeah. I've tried Ember and Phasma. Um, mm-hmm. Just <clears throat> if I'm going, it, I don't know what is the right answer for me. Um, I think the initial baseline is recoil and static. Um, but what I'm trying out is the other four point combinations, like because of the recent development that Mitch had success with an LVO, swapping the ion cannon that he used to put on Gaelic into a tractor beam and how that changes some of the math on your potential incoming offense if it's more beneficial to maybe take a little bit of a a, a, um, a downgrade from recoil to ember but an upgrade on a, on a consistent offense or more damaging offense from static to phasma plus some utility of phasma's ability for say salvage um because, and I'm not sure, right? Because as Will and me, I know we've talked about in the past, Will, that an ion cannon isn't that far off from just having a three dice attack in terms of it's, your expected damage offense. I've done a lot of math. And a level it, of control. I've done a lot of math, and it basically breaks down to over 20%. Uh, that is the, uh, it doesn't sound like a lot, but it's, it's the difference of 40, like less than 40 to over 60%. Mm-hmm. If you just have one extra die to do one damage. Yeah. So with that in mind, but then, you know, when you throw in the whole tractor beam part of it, if that hits, right. And that goes through and you get that one tractor beam to move that ship. Does the math change when you could still have a double modified Ember, just taking the strain or deplete, probably strain if you feel safe enough and then you have a phasma who is throwing a legit three dice attack that can max out at three full damage does that change the math on it to where 
maybe it does provide a little bit more of that because I think what FO that that track beam helps out with that six FO list is is punishing something and getting it actually killed to where now the six ship is facing a four ship or a three ship. They're down a ship already and early makes it so much harder to deal with those six ships, no matter which ones they are. Um, because what I, I recall a lot of people saying early on when talking with them in discords and whatever with the six ship FO without tractor beam is they were just, they, they were at the whims of can my focus mod be enough to do the damage I need to do? Because that's all they're right. going to get, unless they're Malrus who gets a lock with the ability, or if they brought Hollow in their list and someone took a lock and Hollow passed a focus in the first engagement. Um, or if Recoil got range one with his stress focus and the single reroll. So without that tractor beam, they felt like, well, if I have to spend my focus on defense to keep my ships alive, my offense back isn't finishing anything off. That tractor may have been what helps push that further. And then what what's the difference maker here? Do we is recoil static still the cor more correct answer? Or does that tractor beam change the math and more promote the use of a full three die attack traditional versus an ion cannon with static? even though you're taking a downgrade from Silencer Recoil to Ember. So there's some experimentation there. I'm sure somebody, somebody will, history will make somebody right or wrong. We'll find out. I like the tractor though. I, I, it, it's, it seems like a good play. <laughs> All right. So to, sh to close out our sector series talk, uh, I want to give a shout out to our current top players in each of the sectors so in sector one let's go ahead and head over here sunset cyber is currently uh, leading the way here and uh, you could see one of the things i really wanted to take a is that you oh, i'm oh, facing you, might need to, you, you oh might this need is to refresh their deal refresh yeah i think there's somebody who's got uh, a 2.1 so uh, SOS. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah. Did, I, Did I someone already play their game? Uh, oh, it, no. says, it says three. No, I must have just clicked the wrong one. So I remember. I remember Sunset Cyber being at the top two. That's what this was. Weird so about. it must have been somebody's somebody's loss. Somebody that change lost. in the the uh, strength of schedule was just enough. Wrecked. Or I guess somebody won one of uh, one uh, of his losses. So, yeah, yeah, they might have already yeah. got their games done, and someone else pushed their SOS up because they finished a game. Interesting. All right. Well, uh, shout out now to Saldo for being for being the leader here uh, in sector one and one of the things i really just want to take, pay attention to is taking a look at what they've done with their list each week remember in sector series you have the option to change every week and uh, i mean I'll, I'll talk about it for sunset cyber as well they both saldo and sunset uh kept the same list for the last three weeks now salvage is the most different out of all of the scenarios so maybe this is where it changes or maybe they're on that same train as ryan is is, is the point of this is to practice for worlds which is absolutely uh, a way to go go about it 
but just a really great, uh, uh, really great list here with uh, a, a bit of a, a bit of a surprise here. You most most of the time you see this tied X one and it's uh, it's Darth Vader, but this is a little this a little different. You want to go ahead and break that down for me, Will? Uh, yeah. So uh, biggest note here: that's not Darth Vader flying the tie advanced X one. It's Juno Eclipse. Uh, she got padded analyzer, marksmanship, and fire control system. Uh, of course, she can, uh, when she takes an action, she can link it into a red boost. Um, but if you got, get yourself to uh, have to talon roll or K-turn, uh, you can still pick up your target lock for that advanced targeting computer. And really leaning into it with marksmanship as well. Uh, you got... Uh, Mauler and Backstabber, their trench run variants where they can get the uh, three attack dice plus that extra hull upgrade and a bunch of other toys, including Afterburners, a very scary duo out there. Uh, they're protected by Aiden with the Ion Cannon. Uh, Magva Tolvan uh, is the squad leader. Uh, TIE Fighter can squad leader and then take her own action. And then Moff Gideon out there with cluster missiles, overtune modulators, and targeting computers. So not only is he doing his best Malaris impression, uh, he's also denying modifiers for other people's attacks by handing out strain to anybody at range one. Uh, this is a really heavy hitting list. If you if if things go right, uh, the the those I fives could alpha strike something right off the board. You're dead. Let's begin. Yeah, you don't get any mods <laughs> for two attacks, and you're dead. So, yep. Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, that seems that seems pretty dirty. And with salvage being this week, I and the number of Tie Fighters you got here, there's a good chance they probably just stick with the same list, right? Yeah, Gideon doesn't need to be with the rest of them, but it is kind of awkward flying Iden though. You, she is so good in salvage. We didn't. Uh, Talking extensively about her, but mm -hmm. being able to prevent the crit that happens on the crate carrier. Um, but it might be if, if he's used to flying in formation, it could be difficult to fly around those five TIE fighters like that while picking up crates. All righty, let's, uh, let's keep it going here and take a look at our um sector two leader right now uh bygone j and looks like we have had some list variation here had a scum list in round one separatist in round two and the looks like the last two uh at least the last round used the republic list we'll see if this round four listing ends up changing but uh what was that round three list marcel uh, looks like it is a one, two, three, four, five, six, uh, Republic list. It is kickback, uh, amazing little, uh, three point diamond boron missile carrier, Contrail, Siege of Coruscant, Mace Windu in, um, the regular Aether Sprite with heightened perception, R4P17, and CLT, mm -hmm. Wolf, Click, and Wolf, Click, both in Siege of Coruscant, and then you also have Stub with the Z95. So um, I think so, something that you've seen a lot, and the main variation being that he swapped out 
mace for uh, what you normally see as uh, jag. So uh, it's usually like, you know, three, four, three threes, I mean, four threes and two fours. Uh, similarly, as we were talking about with like SF and basically most most factions have a really decent three, three, four threes and two four combination. But um, again, just going with mace over over um, jag, which is actually a really good idea because you have so many ships able to throw at some defensive modifiers. And a quick note, we actually, it looks like this player is in our Twitch chat right now and uh, is planning on playing an FO list this week. So it looks like, similar to Will, the, the idea is just trying to, trying to mix it up. And pr props to players that are willing, you know, that, that especially if you're not going to Worlds, if you're just trying to experiment, have fun, and you're winning games at the same time, that's just gravy. That's, that's mm, very nice. It's awesome to see uh, they're planning on playing a fourth faction, really leaning into that Sector Series advantage. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. All right. Let's take a look at our Sector 3 leader right now, JB Fancourt. And it looks like has been sticking with the same list each week. Currently has the same one in for this week. We'll see if that ends up sticking. Uh, Ryan, what do we got here? So we have a resistance list running a five-ship variant. Uh, we have Lulo with heroic elusive shield upgrade. We have Kaz with elusive R6D8 and shield upgrade, Kaz Fireball. Zay Versio with heroic M9G8 jamming beam and the S-foils. Jessica Pava with R2G2 pattern analyzer, jamming beam and S-foils. And then Binpod with heroic elusive and perceptive co-pilot. It's just all uh, very effective pieces in resistance, uh, with especially with Kaz and Finn and Zay. Those are kind of my top three picks out of those in terms of like their effect and uh, their value to me in resistance. But uh, also running Jessica Pava puts together an old duo with her and Finn next to each other, saying they're they're gonna joust you. Which one are you going to shoot? Because you really don't want to shoot either one. Everyone else can flex out and do whatever they want. Uh, that Kaz is definitely more of a uh, jouster too, but can flank if he wants. Um, I usually see an outmaneuver Kaz if opting for that flank. Uh, there's so much between Zay, Jess, Finn, and maybe Kaz to occupy some of that midfield or, or be that threatening uh, joust from maybe potential different vectors. Lulo is pretty free to go and, and be a more true flanker in this list um, and cut in and then weave out just uh, just when someone might try and bite and go after Lulo. Um, so, yeah, I, it looks it looks effective. Um, have my own personal things on heroic and elusive combined on certain stuff or just heroic in general and the need for it or not need for it. But um, I think the, the guts in there work very, very well. Awesome. There's something, I don't know, this list to me feels very old school. Just like you, you got you got a lot of beef in there, X-Wings just sticking together, lots of pew-pew. I like it. I'm a fan. All right. And last but not least, going into Sector 4, Imaldo Philippe's 
currently uh, our top leader and looks like for each round has also played a different list played empire in round one republic in round two and in round three played first order and it for round three that's the scramble the transmissions decided to play uh the fo list with Kylo Ren and the TIE Whisper. Got Malice, Instinctive Aim, Predator, Concussion Missiles, Advanced Optics, and of course the Jamming Sweet Hollow. It's got two aces so far uh, in that TIE BA with Crack Shot Shield Upgrade. Blackout in the Silencers. More pointy bits and really, really zoomy, zoomy ships um, with Outmaneuver, Sensor Scrambler, and Pattern Analyzer. And then Commander Malrus to top it all off uh, with Mag Pulse warheads I, I like this list that's that's my kind of fo list lots of zoom and uh lots of options there seems like it would be tough to play in salvage though i'm curious to see if we end up getting another uh another switch here from uh from philippe because of how much at least blackout hollow and kylo ren uh rely on reposition you guys think we're probably going to get a, a switch for this one Uh, maybe I mean um, at least uh, might stay in first order or put more magpulse warheads on ships if you can sneak it on to blackout or hollow. I need more. Had a different list every week, so I assume he's probably teching for the scenario. Yeah, awesome, and has been rewarded for it with a current three and zero record. So a reminder: if you're in sector series, get that week four game in and looking forward to see what happens we only have a couple more rounds of swiss left reminder we are doing six rounds of swiss so remember that uh and then we're going to be planning on setting up our streams for the top cut super excited about that i know some people have been uh one of the things i saw people talking about is like it feels like sexual series isn't really going on because it's not like galaxies where you like know what's happening in swiss and you can kind of follow along with a stream so first i i know i believe this week will you guys had two back back-to-back -back sector series games i think we had one we we were trying to get uh, the first one but uh a scheduling conflict uh prevented right. it but yeah we've been trying to get uh sector series uh games on wednesdays of course uh and uh, as we make our way into uh, through swiss and into the cut i'm hoping to get even more games as many of those cut games as we can uh, even if it means streaming at some odd hours for the sector yeah. four and three, <laughs> it, it, it's it's time. Yeah, we're, we're, we'll figure it out, but we want to make sure we get those cut games because I mean it's that series coming to a culmination, and uh, we we we, we got to see how it happens because we've been putting putting in the work for the series. So thank you to everybody who has been participating, um, my friends. Any shout outs, things you want to bring up, random stuff you want to talk about before we go? This is an X Wing podcast. Podcast, but we don't always have to only talk about X-Wing. Something on your mind you want to talk uh, about? I got an, What's your an exciting new game this week. Such weekend. Okay. Uh, I finally got my Frost Haven Kickstarter. Oh, hello. Three years ago, it's been going on. Uh, but yeah, they started shipping out and uh, before Christmas or whatever, but I finally got my copy. Got to play some scenarios and oh. Uh, I was really a big fan of Gloomhaven, and it has uh, exceeded my expectations. That's good. 
Ryan, you got anything for me? Marcel? Uh, just, um, I am pleasantly surprised to this point. I haven't finished with uh, Willow. Uh, I held off. I mean, it's not that I didn't hold off. I've just been watching a whole bunch of different stuff. Yeah. I started watching Willow again. And um, it's one of the better shows out there, I think. Um, you know, for like a short series. Mm -hmm. uh, his Dark Materials, basically the Golden Compass books on HBO Max, also really good. But yeah, Willow. And once when I saw the little the, the little creature, mm -hmm. I don't know. If you, have you guys ever seen Willow? But like uh, little, I haven't seen yet. Well, like when that little guy came out, I was like, ah, <laughs> good stuff, good memories, good times. Love it. Uh, for for myself, um, lots of late nights with the little one. As you guys know, I have a a, a little baby. She was born in in November on November 13th uh, so lots of late night TV with the misses uh, and a show that we've never we had never watched but are really enjoying watching now is Brooklyn Nine-Nine absolutely hilarious absolutely hilarious uh, amazing amazing and for a random book recommendation that i came across i, I was literally just i needed a new book because i i was in a and uh you know when you watch a show that you really like and you get to the end and you feel like you don't know what like like i don't know what else is worth watching i just finished this awesome thing so that happens to me with books all right, so it gets to the end of this book series. I, the next book isn't coming out for a couple months, and I'm just like, I don't know, random one. And I am actually really enjoying this one. It's called uh, Free the Darkness, King's Dark Tidings is the name of the series. And uh, I'm into it. All right, I'll, so I'll just like real quick, I started, um, it's been a long time since I read or listened to books. Uh -huh. So I just started one off a recommendation from someone at work, uh, Hyperion. Or something like that. Um, I don't know. Hyperion is the name of the planet, but I don't know if that's the name of the book. Okay. But um, it's a three-book uh, series, like um, just sci-fi, you know, yeah. out in space, traveling, time travel, and all this other stuff. Uh, good stuff. So if, if you're done with that and you need something, I'll, I, I'm listening it to uh, on Audible mm -hmm. because I obviously can't read. Um, <laughs> that's a, that's a clip. That's a clip because I obviously can't read. But, uh, but continue. You know, it's nice when somebody narrates it for you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I I'm I almost exclusively do books via Audible just because of how busy I am. Uh, especially now washing bottles and stuff like that. Just it's it's like an hour worth of cleaning the house and just getting just getting my hour of book time, which is awesome. One one positive on uh, well many positives i'm listening to it but one positive in, in specific a yeah. lot of the audible books that i've listened to that i've consumed i guess uh are using one maybe at most two different narrators yeah I, and one narrator is just really talented and like switching voices this mm -hmm. one i think i'm already I, I think i've seen five so it's um it's like a whole it's a cast yeah it's a it cast of yeah. narrating so it, it kind of adds a little different flavor to it there are two – if you're, if, you, if you're into audio books or maybe you're not sure but you like multiple voices, there's two audio dramas for Star Wars. Dooku Jedi Lost is a, is a cast and a recent Knights uh, – not Knights of the Old Republic, um, New Republic book. I haven't – it's in my queue. I'm forgetting the name of it, but there's also another audio drama. So if you like that, get into it. 
All right. Well, that's it for tonight. Good luck for those of you who are playing in Sector Series this week. Those of you who are coming to the Chicagoland area for Worlds, prepare yourself, ready your fighters for battle. It's going to be a good time. All right. Thanks for watching, everybody. Be smart and be safe. Gold Squadron out.